All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation, and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. This segment is called Michael's Magic Moment. It's my opportunity to play a little snippet from one of our previous episodes, which resonated with our listeners that I received feedback from, or I felt really had an impact on some people's lives. Hope you enjoy. I like to come up with some pretty catchy titles, and and I would say that this one is probably one of the most catchiest ones about whether you should trust yourself with money. I had quite a few people that hadn't listened to it yet saying, oh, I can't wait to listen to that episode and had a couple of people come up to me and just tell me that they they listened to the episode and they just agreed. And while it sounds a bit crazy at the start, as in like, why should we trust ourselves? And I even talk about, you know, me not trusting myself with money sometimes and how I've got things in place to to control my spending, et cetera, where it actually makes a lot of sense. And it's important to remember that we are humans in that- it's vital that we understand how our brain works and how our discussion, how our not discussion, how our decision process works and what influences those decisions. And if you're in a relationship, sometimes this can apply to only one of you. There's, there's a chance that it, one of you in a relationship is actually very good at um, managing money and they can, you know, you can trust yourself with your spending and you may not need structure or anything, but the other person um, is probably the one that does. So I, I have a feeling that this episode will, um, it, it might touch on a few areas that you can relate to. Um, I have a feeling it will actually prompt a, a bit of action um, and a, a bit of urgency to actually consider your budget and how you manage your money. Um, but I hope you I hope you learn something from it and you take something from it. And you know what? Pass it on to a friend or family member, someone that you think probably needs to listen to this episode. It's very short and just pass it on and say, check this out because you'd be very surprised how many clients I'll, I'll see for the first time who were referred to me by their family members or their friends or, or someone that knows them is like, you know, hey, you need to, you need to speak to this guy. So, so enjoy. When it comes to spending money and when it comes to allocating money, If we leave it up to our emotion and our rationalism to make these decisions, unfortunately, most of the time we're going to fail, where we're going to be spending money on things that we probably shouldn't. We're going to be putting money in places and forgetting that it's earmarked for a particular bill that's due four weeks later or six months later. I've talked about budgeting in previous episodes and the importance of having structure and having process in the way money is managed. But today I'm going to talk about whether we should or shouldn't trust ourselves when it comes to what to do with savings and money in the bank and the importance of having that structure. So me, I am probably one of the worst impulsive buyers out there. I will buy something if I spend an hour on eBay, I'll most likely buy a couple of things which I probably don't need. 
Um, going on Facebook Marketplace for me is very, very dangerous because I'll end up buying some antique from 1926, which I will probably never use or even display. So I've learned that my weakness is buying random things like that. And as far as savings are concerned, I like to hide my savings. For example, I'll put them on a on the mortgage or I'll put them in a bank account, which I can't actually see on my internet banking. I feel we all need to have these discussions together. Now, whether you um, are a couple and you have your own bank accounts each and you limit yourself to spending that actual money, or whether you actually have a joint bills account, for example, um, in a joint savings account, which is a lot harder to access. The risk of having everything in one pot and the risk of not having the structure and not and having all your savings accessible at any point is that you're going to be very tempted in many occasions, to spend that money. So whether you see a 90-something inch plasma on special, I don't know if they make plasmas anymore, but let's just say TV. You know, if, if you see a, a massive TV on sale and it's down from $10,000 to $5,000 in its bargain of the century, if you have a large amount of savings in your bank account just sitting there that you see every morning or every week when you log into your internet banking, you're going to be a lot more likely to buy that TV then if you logged into your internet banking and saw that you had $1,000 sitting in your bank account, for example, or $2,000. The other thing as well is when it comes to having savings in the bank, we also have sometimes a false sense, or it may not be a false sense, but we have a sense of security financially. Now, having a sense of security financially could be a very good thing, but at the same time, it can also mean that a person is less likely to save more money. For example, if they have a mental target to say, we want to have $50,000 in savings at any point, when they hit that $50,000, it's very, very unlikely that that $50,000 will increase and that the next year they might have $52,000 or the year after they might have $60,000, but it'll drop back down to fifty dollars after that. So when you have that financial security, yes, many probably sleep better at night and they um, are less likely to stress about money. However, when you do log into your internet banking and you see that there's this humongous balance of savings in your bank account, you are less likely to want to save more money and you're less likely to watch your spending as well. Now, I don't know if anyone that's listening to this, if everyone listening to this can relate to this, but I know many will, that when we go through financial hardship in our lives, whether we lose a job or whether our hours are reduced or our expenses go up for one reason or another, we end up watching our spending a lot more and we actually end up saving more money than ever in many cases, or we end up cutting off expenses that we don't actually need. And it's very interesting when you contrast that to the good times where things are going really well, savings are up, income is up, you're less likely to look at what you're spending or where your money is actually going. So to go back to my initial point of trusting ourselves when it comes to money, You should definitely trust your judgment. You should always trust your gut, but you shouldn't trust that your irrationalism is going to help you make the best possible money decisions for you and your family. The reason many people listening to this episode are going to have different thoughts and different perceptions, some listening might be like, yes, Michael, you've got a point. I don't trust myself when it comes to my money. I should probably do something like that or um, or no, I definitely trust myself. Um, Some people have amazing discipline. Some people... And I've come across many couples where they can have half a million dollars in savings in their bank account and still watch every penny that they spend. 
still not buy those random things on weekends and they 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 are still very they live very very you know very they they live below their means not above their means and they're able to do that you know year in year out the majority unfortunately don't have that skill or that um that ability and a big part of that is because the way many people were brought up defines their relationship with money the 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 world that many people come from you know so some people come from a world where they had a lot of money when they were younger some people come from a world where they didn't have much money when they were younger um, some people have been through fun experiences in their life so whether it's a separation or whether it's a period of not having any work where they look at money very very differently to those that probably haven't gone through any of those hardships at all the other thing is some people have just been lucky you know, some people are able to not manage their money at all, and they manage. They're able to just save large amounts of money very easily if they wanted to. So they have less of a tendency to want to watch their expenses. But at the end of the day, if you do want to move forward financially, and I've said this many times, but having some sort of structure or having some sort of budget is going to play a really, really big part in that success. The other thing as well is it's going to avoid many, many mistakes because, as I said, it's very easy to spend money if it's just sitting there. It's very easy to think, she'll be right. We'll just deal with it when the time comes. Let's just go with the flow and see what happens because normally when you go with the flow, the flow doesn't always lead you to where you want to be. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases. And feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.